Hello, hello. Welcome into Comic Book Women, guys. I am Laura. Hi, over at birdcitycomics.com. And there's Lucy at Mama Comics. Hello. Hi. And we are so thrilled because Trish is filling in for Jen for us tonight. What's up, Trish? Hey, what's going on? I should probably introduce you better, but I mean, people have to know who you are by now. She's the I've been, enough, I've been yes. enough on your shows. Yeah. I mean, I'm on your shows. You guys know who this is. Stray Dogs. I mean, come Stray on. Dogs. Yeah. It's only We're just a little book. It's fine. Uh, I watched, uh, there was some article that was talking about how the comic book world had fleas. Uh, <laughs> and it, they had caught the uh, stray dogs fever and That's people so just funny. can't get enough of it. It was, yeah, it was kind of a cute article, but. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us, Trish. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. So tonight we are going to be spotlighting the best-selling author of paranormal romance and urban fantasy novels. She's amazing, Marjorie Liu. We're going to be talking about um, her work there. And then also, obviously, she's worked on several different Marvel comics, including NYX, Dokken, Dark Wolverine, Black Widow, X-23, Assange and X-Men. And of course, Lucy, what's the one that most people know her for? Monstrous. Monstrous. Just a oh. little book. Oh, man. Oh, my it's- freaking brilliant. I'm, I'm really pumped. I, I'm excited for this one. Yes, yes. All right, let's let's kick it off. So aside from being just drop dead gorgeous, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's also brilliant. She's a, she went to law school. Did you guys know that? I did. I read that and I was like, that's pretty badass. That's pretty awesome. Now, what better way to represent yourself than be an attorney or a lawyer in this, in that industry, in comics? Like, that's- not only is she smart, you know, law smart but also smart enough to write you know a list of books as long as my arm yeah i mean it's interesting because i was watching some interviews about her prior to the show and she was saying that she finished law school she was freshly out of law school and she decided that in her heart this isn't what she wanted to do long term she knew she wanted to be a writer when she was a kid she spent all of her time reading by herself she liked little house on the prairie and boxcar children and all those classic stories from our childhood. So her parents were hesitant when she's like, I'm going to switch and start writing for a full time. So she actually wrote her first novel in private and released her first novel in private. Nobody knew about it until after the fact when she just became wildly successful. That is a leap, man. Like right. you put all that money into law school, right? Cause law school ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, nah, <laughs> it's cool. You know, like for example, I have I have two different degrees and none of them are in owning a comic book store. But my dad always told me that even if you're not quote unquote using your degree, you're still using it because it changes the way you think. It changes the way you approach life on a daily basis, like how she approaches her projects. She has that lawyer mentality, which is pretty cool. I bet it makes making decisions pretty easy, you know? Like whereas the uneducated myself, uh I, I tend to hesitate a lot. I, I tend to find myself going, eh, eh, let me check into this real quick. Let me do my own research. Real quick. Yeah. yeah, I do that a lot. I could see that. I mean, yeah, it does give you a certain level of confidence. You're like, I got degrees to back what I'm thinking. So yeah, um, her novels, though, mo- focus a lot on romance, sexuality, attraction. She had themes of otherness and being the outsider. We'll, we'll talk more about that later on, how she became like this... Uh, Huge champion for the LGBTQT. Wait, LB. LGBT. No, LGBTQIA plus. Isn't that yes. what it is now? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm getting it. It's a lot of letters. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> I got there. I got there. Anyways, um, okay. So, Trish, I'm thrilled that you're on because I want your insight here. She was talking about one of the interviews, how there's just not a lot of female writers when it comes to the big two with Marvel and DC, there's literally a handful of them and how women carry half the imaginary of the world. So they're definitely not represented as well as they could be. What do you think? I can definitely see that on the, on the side of the big two. Now in the other, in, in the, uh, like IDW, for instance, I, I have personal experience with them. Um, they are, uh, you know, they have a lot of female creators, editors, uh, writers, artists, you name it. Um, I do feel like 
some of that does infiltrate over into Marvel uh, because IDW has a Marvel, like they, they do the Marvel um, action stuff. And um, there's a lot of females that work on that, um, on that stuff. Um, yeah. See? Yay, Frank. So. There's Frank Gogol. Hi, Frank. Hi, JJ, Hi. by the way, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Always supporting um, us. Thank you, guys. But yeah, uh, I, I could definitely see that. I mean, it's probably, it was a man's man's world, you know, in the big two for the longest time. And then, you know, you had all that kind of, I guess, gatekeeping business where if a woman wanted to break in, their ideas weren't good enough. I, I read horror stories about that stuff. Um, you know, a writer presents her ideas to another writer and that guy you know, he says, well, this would be great if it were coming from a dude. Oh, jeez. Uh -oh. What? You know, well, better way to crush someone's dreams. Oh, wait. Okay, but, but wait. But then uh -oh, you got Lucy always... fired up. Get it? Come on. Dudes are always not all, like writing about us, a woman, but drawing us. Sometimes we, no normal woman looks like that, you know? And it's like, how can you say that to, you know, to a woman? Like, it, it, it just. It baffles it me. It baffles so me, especially stupid. when you're trying to gear a particular book toward women or you want women to read it because their boyfriend or their significant other or their, you know, whoever is reading it, you know, just so that you can kind of be into the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. Do girls still do that? I don't know. Well, um, that's where we come in. That's why we have comic book women, so that we can start bringing the women in and making people recognize that we are a driving force in this industry across the board. Yeah, we yes. have creators, writers, artists. Yes. We have collectors. It, we have retailers. Yes, and you know what? If a, another writer say, says that to you, then that means he's just being a hater because he didn't <laughs> thought about that. And it's like, well, how about you give me your work and then pass it as mine because I'm a dude. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I think that it didn't deter this person when they got that sort of feedback from this from that uh, that person who was in the industry. Uh, they just kind of kept at it, and now they're pretty famous in the industry now. I'm not mentioning names. So I don't want to throw buses around. But um, I think they're kind of a big deal now. So it's like, you know, it didn't really stop them. It just made them try harder. Well, I'm glad that more women are getting involved. I mean, we're definitely. Yeah, she's not in the car or, or in the trunk of a in car. In the living room. closet. I'm in the living room. They'll let me out. Just kidding. All right. I so, what do you guys say? You, you want to move? <laughs> do you guys want to kick this off? Yes. Let's, let's do, do it. This. Let's do it. Let's let's jump right into the Marjorie Lou segment here. First up, first on the list. So this is uh, NYX No Way Home. This is her first comic she wrote. It was published wow. in October of 2008. Uh, it's a six issue stories and it's pretty attainable price wise. I mean, if you're looking at this, it's not too bad. You have the original cover over on the left and then the variant on the right, which is stunning. Really like that. Um, so right now we're looking at, let's see, on May, back in May, it sold for two bucks. That's not bad. And the one in 15 variant sold for $10. Oh, wow. That's super, super cheap. I mean, super, uh, affordable. That sounds it better. really is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you're wanting to start collecting her stuff and mm -hmm. getting a hold of someone for early work, what better way to do it than this? Mm -hmm. What do you think of these covers, Trish? They're amazing. I wish I could draw like people as well as a lot of other artists can. You can tell there's a lot of like experience here. Like that is a product of the time. Like it, it looks, you know, gritty. The story looks like it would probably be you know, pretty tough. So I, I'm, I'm sure you could do it, Trish. Just practice and practice. And yeah, practice. I think you can too. I, I know. I practiced for decades doing other things, you know, <laughs> doing everything else. I got to like really I'm hone sure my people skills. But like you can kind of get that like it's kind of almost like anime-ish feel. Mm -hmm. yeah, kind of reminds me yeah. a little bit of like the Boondock and stuff. Oh, I yeah, I can see that. Oh, the, the like show? This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That shows fantastic. I, like well, I remember Frank saying a while back that, you know, the cover, I think this is probably true for most people, mm -hmm. is the first thing that captures your eye and makes you want to invest in whatever mm -hmm. the book is. 
You want you want a solid cover, True. but I mean, Marjorie also has an awesome storyline to go with this. If you guys have not read it, I've read the first, and then I mm -hmm. kind of fell off the map a little bit. But it's it's a good story. It's solid, and this one is definitely affordable if you're looking for. Um, it is. I really like that one out of 15 for 10 bucks. It's not bad at all. The Chenberry, yeah. One. I think I would pay, spend extra money to get that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh. I mean, but for two bucks just to read it, not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the variant is Joe Chen, incredibly underrated artist. It's gorgeous, JJ, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's a it's I a love them birds, man. It looks like somebody got out like a book, like mm -hmm. a hat. Like bird anatomy, because I mean, like, look, look at this bird, look at these birds, they're amazing. They're but the, actually, the technique looks amazing. All right, well, that's our first one, guys. Let's move on to the next. Up next, we have X23. This is the wow. uh, second X23 series that came out in November 2010. Is that right? That's right. Um, again, we're taking a little bit more of a jump here. If you look at May 8th, a raw one sold for 30, 9.8 goes for 150. I think that's still pretty, it's pretty reasonable. This was an interesting story. Cause if you talk about, if, if you listen to any of her interviews, she talks about how she just fell in love with X 23 and how much she enjoyed writing that character, but it had so much pressure because they knew that the book was going to get a lot of attention. They, luckily they got a pretty good response. I mean, X 23 just went nuts when it came out. I think people like Wolverine type characters, claws, you know. <laughs> uh, she seems version. to like. She seems to like Wolverine too because she writes a lot of like X Men stories with Wolverine in them. Yeah, her favorite character in the X Men like series or the X Men world was Jubilee. She was saying, oh, like, I, "I love see, Jubilee." Jubilee is kind of she was kind of underrated or underused, at least as far as I could see. I always liked that character, like in the in the in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah i can see that too but yeah 100 so oh guys wow. one other thing i forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show my apologies we are being sponsored by cover price so anytime you see one of those awesome little white boxes of information that has been brought to us by cover price and if you go to their site and use the code flipside you get two months of their unlimited membership for a dollar 99 and they got good stuff. This is really good information for collectors, for people that are just trying to flip stuff, whatever you're doing, this is the place to go. They give you the last recorded sales value, the average graded comic sale, the average raw comic sale. So you're not going on to eBay blind. I mean, still use eBay, but yeah. So anyway, uh, 9.8 is going for about 150 sales uh, for the raw comic is only 17 bucks. Hmm. Not bad, not bad. Not too shabby. Uh -oh. uh, let's see. I bet she watched the animated series a lot. I have not watched it yet. Have you guys? Uh, I watched yeah. X-Men like back in the day. I don't watch a lot of, I don't have a lot of time to watch TV these days. So, you know, my superhero stuff has kind of fallen off. But yeah, X-23, kind of badass. I'm a fan of Laura Kinney. We, we share names. That makes us kindred spirits, right? Isn't that a rule? If well, if you have the same name as somebody, you're like automatically connected. Yeah, because you're like, I'm a Laura too. What do you like? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start comparing notes on what it's like it, to be Laura. What's it like to be a Laura? I don't know. We're, we're loud. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the, that's the best way to describe it. We're, we're very loud. But yeah, X23 <laughs> became a character that she really enjoys writing. Again, she did feel some pressure with it, but she had a lot of fun. So this is one that, again, you want to pick up if you get the chance. And also, again, a strong female character lead in a book. Hey, can't awesome. go wrong there. We endorse it. All right, so here you go, Dollar. You were saying that you like Laura Kinney. There's a really cool cover. This is the same re release date as the last one, but this is Women in Marvel cover. Um, the back of this one has a cool ghost image of a prior X-23 comic, so that's kind of neat. And let's see what cover price has to say. 89 bucks for a 9.8. Hmm. That's reasonable. $18 for wow, the that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not that's bad, really right? good. Yeah. This is a cool cover, too. I like the white background. Anytime you have a white background, I think it just looks nice. Or a solid black, one or the other. What do you think, Trish? Like oh, well, see, I like the ones with the white background the most, only because I'm terrible at backgrounds. 
like unless I really am in try hard mode. <laughs> um, so that's how I would do it. <laughs> They're just so hard to keep clean. Like mm -hmm. I feel like all of my white covers, I have to constantly like go back after I touch them and like clean them all up. Or they have like, or they have like a color rub, and you're like, "Damn it, I can see you." Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, little side tangent here. So Trish got our Stray Dogs number five exclusive in that they she got it before we did. Yeah. Super glare. Super glare. But it's well, we were we were concerned about the red possibly rubbing onto the black, but Trish said that they came out perfect. Look at that creeper. Oh, yeah. man, I can't wait till people get them in their hands because you can't even see the master behind the balloon that well on screen. Nope. You yeah, can kind of if I take it out of this, then you might be able to see it a little more, but it's still in the mylar, so or plastic. And I got that thick plastic because you know, I ain't trying to get fingerprints all over it. Oh my yep. gosh, that looks so I think it's even good. worse. I think it, the glare is even worse. Hang on. I'm going to commit a sin here. Take it <laughs> out of the plastic. Wow. Oh, yeah, you can see it. You can see him in that there, Creeper. So cool. Look at that I love it. Oh. <sighs> yes, these came I'm out so really jealous. good. I was worried about all those dark colors. I thought this thing was going to come out real wavy because in the past, we've gotten... Like the issue two, the issue two second printing was the worst with all that red because it yeah. kind of looked like it rolled. But I was really like, oh, yeah, hold on. The best part. Look. <laughs> so <laughs> cute. I love it. I was on the background. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Trisha showing us that before the show. And I'm like, I got to tell you what this turned out nice. Very Yeah, good. it did. It turned out really well. I only got a couple of copies for myself. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I hope that whoever wanted them gets them because, man, the, it's it's a good one. Like, it's one of my favorites. Well, you guys did awesome. Oh, yeah. You and Tony killed it on that one. All right. Sorry, guys. We're going on a little bit of a tangent. Let's keep moving. So that was our last one. We were talking about Marjorie Liu. If you are just joining us, a fantastic author. Most of you probably know her from Monstrous, but she's done so many other pieces that we wanted to give her some attention. Um, okay. So this is the one in 25 of the same series. Wow. And look at the prices on this, you guys. This is insane. Holy, holy. I don't think I've ever seen this one. But, you know, this one kind of gives me a feel like a Catwoman type of feel, like the, the pose. I don't know. What, in it, the pleather? Yeah, right? right? All those Del Auto covers. Mm -hmm. It's a know? nice one, though. Yeah. It's beautiful. This is It's so pretty, but you'd have to have a nice $1,000 if you want one. Uh, graded. Yeah. Yeah, 2000 <laughs> if you want. Almost 3000 if you want it graded. Might as well just get it raw and then, you know, I always feel weird saying get it raw. I'm sorry. Well, okay, this is one of the few times because normally I'm like, you know Amazing. what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gamble. I'm gonna get the nine point eight. That way, I know that I'm getting what I want. But mm -hmm. I think this is one of those times where I would buy it raw. Yeah. Yes. Right. Get it raw. Get it raw. So this is a lesser known cover by Unknown Comics. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. I absolutely love it. I think Delato killed it here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. June fifteenth, it sold for a thousand. The thousands crossed out, so we'll have to kind of guess. I would assume it's probably yes. around the 800 range, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would assume, look at that one down there that says uh, June. Yeah, that says 42 bids on it. Holy moly. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, 42 bids, and it ended up at 735 for a very fine yeah. plus. Dang, who has that money? Jeez, just spread in the comic. I don't understand. Somebody's <laughs> stimmy check hit. Hmm. <laughs> a rich nerd guy. Probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's okay. kind of money I'd spend on a like animation cell or something. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, oh the one, God, the one that's I behind can. me on the wall, that was a six hundred dollars cell. Oh my goodness, Trish! I, 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 I don't, I don't know. It's a one of one. There isn't another one like it. Really? You know? I pay for it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like animation I art, I love animation art because it's one of one. There isn't another one like that's it. Yeah. If it was I, I screen guess. used, if it was used in a movie or on a TV show, it's yeah. one of one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's worth one, it, right? too. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, keep your eye out for this one, guys. Can you imagine yeah, if you found yeah. this just by accident? Then, could you imagine dollar, if you tripped over this at like a, like a collection, thing. like somebody brought in their collection, didn't know what they oh. had? Oh, Lord. And you'd be like, here you go. Here's my, yeah, like here's an offer. Holy and then, moly. you know, giggle to yourself while they leave. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Would you, would you tell them what they had? Would you say, oh, my God, this is like a $2,000 book? So you we've got come collection? across this this moral problem that you're yeah, it's a like moral dilemma. Here. It mm. is. So here's how we do it. If we're buying a collection and we haven't gone through everything, we're trusting that the value's there. Mm -hmm. So you pay the person and you're done. And if you get home and you find something, that's great. But if we're going through a collection and the price hasn't been decided yet, and then we find something while we're going through it, then we bring it to their attention. Because then it's like, okay, now we know it was there. Mm -hmm. Makes sense? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? What's considered ethical if you're buying a collection and you find something like badass in there? I I think it, after like, you after you pay for it, after you went home or while you're going through it. Because if it's after you went home, it's like, oh, well, right? Yeah, they well, should have yeah. done their research too. But yeah, if it's I mean, while I'm there, then I will say something. Well, this is how much it's going. It, it's sold for. I'll give you this much because I also need, if I'm going to sell it, I also need to make my money. Yeah, right. Because that's the other thing. When you're buying a collection, you have to understand that you're not going to get top dollar for your collection because the person buying it from you has to sell mm -hmm. it, which takes forever in some cases. And we have to rebag mm -hmm. and board a lot of it. And there's the shipping. There's a lot of work that goes involved into moving each of those pieces. Mm -hmm. We've had people come and they're like, my collection's worth 9000 Will you buy it for me for $8,700? we are like, no. 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 <laughs> Honey, no. Everybody thinks their, their collection goes for millions. And it's like, uh, no. Shoot, I know like my that. collection. Like, I literally just found out about variant covers like this year. So, really? <laughs> yeah. hi, Geek Driven. Good to see you in. A uh, quick, quick pause, real quick, for anybody that's just hopping in. We are doing a market report on the wonderful Marjorie Liu. She is the author of several different novels and, of course, the notable Monstrous. So, we're covering some of her stuff right now. If you haven't already, please give the show a thumbs up. It lets us know that you're enjoying what you're seeing and leave a comment. Uh, yeah, let's keep it back to it. Uh, we were just on the 1 in 25 X23 Dell Auto variant, which goes for about $1,000 if you can find it. All right, next up. Uh, let's see. This is the 1 in 75 of the same wow. series again. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is. That's a pretty cool we were, though. I like it. So if you were going to drop a, that amount of money, would you pick this one or the one prior? I think the one prior. This one's too busy for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Trish, too. I think the one before. I mean, I like the lighting on the character on on, on X-23 there. The other characters are just kind of, you know, there. But, uh, and, and she's very dramatic. I like that. But the other one, I liked more. The other one I liked more. You know, I think I'm going to have to agree with you there, too. I mean, this is the one in 75, but it's going for $300 raw, $750 roughly um, for the 9.8 graded comic. And then the last recorded sales value was $999. So that's not too shabby. And that was sold on April 28th, so not too long ago. Um, yeah, you know, I think Fire. we're all in consensus. I think this is beautiful. I don't even want to attempt to say, okay, hold on. Ah, oh, shit. Hold on. Give me, oh, wait, I gotta think about it. Jurjevic. Jurjevic? Jurjevic. I think it's getting oh, worse. Is, um... Jurjevic. So, was the... Jurjevic. Was the Del Otto one a, um... Like, what what ratio was that? That was a 1 was in 25. It? Wow. This is a 1 in 75, right? You would think that the... Oh, wow. Yeah, you would think that value would be flipped. Yeah. Because of the rarity. Yeah. I don't know. It's I like the other one better. That's probably why, though. So, I mean, again, if you guys could find this, holy hell, you could throw it back up and make a huge flip. Wait, a Marco Jodivic cover. Yes. There we go. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're laughing at us. Hello, oh, man. We're, we're trying. Wait, hold on. Here we go. Jurda, Jurda Javik. Jurda Javik. Sure, let's go with that. 
Sure. <laughs> We're trying. We are trying. Yes. Okay. This is really cool though, guys. So if you can find it again, snag it up. Um, what was I going to tell you about this one? There was something she was talking about this in the interviews. No, I don't remember. It looks It'll like it. Through. It looks like it should be a connecting though. That's what they're saying. The... It is. It's a connecting cover. Uh, oh, okay. It looks like it should be. It looks like it should be on the uh, off cool. to the to the left there. Jurjevic, I think. Okay, Jurjevic. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me. It is a connecting cover. I know that was that was bad. I am terrible at pronouncing names, though. I I warned you guys that was not going to be pretty. I do All like right. it when folks give me the like phonetic sounding, like the sound of the of the name if it's like if it's like a name I can't pronounce because oh it happens a lot in the shows they're like Laura no you just butchered that let's try again I wanted to bring this one up it sells for this much on eBay well then sell it on eBay yeah yep it's got a point <laughs> I wouldn't I be selling a private to. party if uh if I wanted to deal with the eBay nonsense you know what I mean like yeah I do that with Funko Pops occasionally I'll flip I'll get one and I'll I'll buy it as a spec and then flip it when I when it's nice when it's pricey. Yeah, and uh, we tell them that. Yeah. yeah. eBay's not the place for me though. <laughs> you should see Aunt saying some of what are we eating picks names. Oh man, <laughs> it's probably just as bad as I am, right? Maybe maybe a little bit worse. Okay, let's keep going. Next up, uh, what number are we on? This is number six. Yeah. Yep. Second print is still attainable. So this is probably more when you get this price range. Well, maybe. Some of you out there probably have the money to drop That's on those cool. other ones. Yeah, it's not Ooh, bad. I mean, second, second printing. printing. Yeah. I tell you, when this the book, the response that they got to this was incredible. So second printing, $40 for the raw comic. There's no graded information on this one that we could find. But it, they did sell this one below. If you're lucky enough and you go in on an auction, you could snag this thing up for like 10 bucks. Not oh my bad, god! Right? I'm sorry. Just freaking! Oh my god, Roman! It's are you okay? Up, yeah, he woke up from a nap. He is hungry now, and he's getting leftovers. And it's pasta with the bread. And he wants to add. It's it's Alfredo, and he wants to add ranch to it. <laughs> I said it doesn't go with ranch, and he's gonna do it. Oh my gosh, Romy. Hey, let him do it, guys. I mean. Girls, all of us, we can do whatever, right? On the side, on the side. Oh my, oh my god! I like green beans with my oh. tapioca. That's kind of odd. Yeah, that is kind of odd. <laughs> <laughs> Church, you're all. Mm. No, that sounds oh weird. <laughs> well, not like mixed oh together, god. but like if I'm having tapioca, I like a side of buttered green beans with it because mm. the flavors like. Well, I guess it's like a sweet and salty kind of thing, maybe. I guess. I don't know. It's like it when like I, I like to eat. Well, I mean, like, I like to eat hot Cheetos, but then I like to uh, eat chocolate at the same time because of the sweet hot and spicy. Cheetos. Well, my 11-year-old's over here eating hot Ooh. Cheetos. Oh, and then like I get a stomach ache, but it's all good. You get that sweet and savory. Like, that's the yes. kind of thing. Because, like, I've seen chocolate-covered chilies before and stuff mm. like that, like hot stuff. And then, and then pair it with some sort of really rich, decadent wine. Man. Ooh, top 30, Trish. I know. Right? <laughs> you got me. Chocolate covered chilies and wine. Hell yes. All right, moving on. Next up. Okay, this is one that we wanted to talk about because she mm -hmm. actually won an award for this bad boy. This cool. is the Astonishing X Men uh, number 51 from the mm -hmm. third series. So yep. this came out in August of 2012. And it's been, this is an interesting one because she won a Glad Media Award for featuring the gay wedding between North Star and Kyle what you're seeing on the on the cover there. This was Marvel's first same-sex marriage, which is, you know, a pretty big deal. So she got an award for this one. Really reasonable pricing here, 9.8, 46 bucks. I mean, just getting it slabbed costs almost 30. So the raw comic, you're looking at a little under $4. Uh, this one you had this cover, and then I'm gonna switch to the next side because there's a couple different covers that go with this. And then you have the incentive one in 25, a newsstand, a second print, and a con cover. So kind of gave you a little rundown of all of I've that. I've seen that con cover before. Couldn't like people put their own like photo like right there? Yeah, you're creating your own wedding. Yeah. yeah. 
that's cute. I really like that connect that that whole black and oh, white one. The ink, yeah, the ink. Yeah, that was the San Diego Comic Con. Mm. I, like I, I love when I see the just yeah. inks on a cover. It's my favorite. I have so many artist edition like ink covers. Just really, that's all they look like is just black and white. I love it. Do you mind How me asking why? I'm oh, sorry. Why do I love it? Yeah, because I don't ink this way. It's so beautiful. And if I practiced and and did all the things with like an ink or a brush pen instead of digitally, like I do most of my stuff, I do a lot on paper, but not to this degree. This yeah, is beautiful to me. There's definitely like a huge demand for inks only. Like we yeah. did a Batman Catwoman one a while back and the ink sold as well as the color did. And I, I've always wondered like... Why? Yeah, for me, like I mean, again, no judgment at all. I, mean, I get that everybody kind of likes their own thing, but for me, I want the color. Like I, I just. So yeah, wanna... the color makes the characters pop, right? Yeah. But you want to exercise that artist's technical freaking skill. Look at those buildings. Those buildings are completely washed out in the color. Look at those. Look at the buildings. Look at the detail that you can just kind of pick out that didn't get washed out by the lighting effects on the color. That stuff is fascinating to me. You're looking through an artist lens versus... Versus, I guess, just anybody else. I don't know. boring collector <laughs> oh, no. lens. No, mine totally no. is. You, you're The way you looked at that is so much more intricate and so much more involved than how I was seeing it. Now that you said it that way, I'm paying attention to it differently. You're changing my perspective, too. So, yeah, it's like... To me, like I like to look at an artist's technical mind. I can't draw buildings this way. Those people are sorcerers. I'm like, you know, amazed by That's that. True. I can draw organic stuff. Stuff that looks like it's got, you know, the, the lines are, don't have to be precise. Give me that stuff. Buildings, machines, cars. And I've drawn some cars. They don't look like what they're supposed to look. Whatever. Here, Trish, I think What's... this one. I think this is directed for you. You want to answer this one? Uh, what kind of hmm. Um. Well, I know, like IDW, they gave me uh, a character guide when I was drawing characters that I'd never drawn before. So they were like, "Like, here's this character, and this is their attitude." Um, you know. I've never drawn Transformers before. I was given like a little, like, here's a little Bible on the Transformers. This is what you should draw and what you shouldn't draw. Or whatever. Like, or like with Warcorns. You spoke like with directly Warcorns. with Garrett Gunn. He was well, like, actually, I spoke to you through, I spoke to Garrett through you. Mostly. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but <laughs> that was an interesting was... process because like you, you got the first sketch in, we gave it to uh, the creator and he, he made little changes that we never would have noticed without his input. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's another thing. Like working on a licensed work is, is, or, or something that belongs to someone else where the, um, where the input isn't 100% mine. Um, it's all up to them. The discretion is all there. So, um, like Hasbro had the final say on a lot of stuff I did with the ponies. So they didn't really change too much, but, um, it's, you know, it's up to them. So in the end, it has to look like what they want. Yeah. But you like, can... you know, it, just like the, the Warcorns cover, it had to look like, like Garrett, you know, had the input. So we added that extra character for him because that's what he wanted. Oh, I wish I, I had it. I can't show it to him though. That cover's so cool. I, I call it our eyegasm because if you guys saw this cover, it's just like this explosion of colors and characters and Trish did amazing. And I let... I let I let go on that one. I hadn't even <laughs> man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I wish that I could because I showed off the inks the other day to um, Garrett. I was showing him the process through it, and uh, because we were talking on Facebook, and he was like, he just loves it so much. He's such a he's such a good guy. The inks on that could have been its own awesome. variant. That would have been right. really neat. Yeah, and I would have like I would have done something different with the background considering the background was all just not vectors, but I just kind of freehanded the shapes. So, like I just freehand painted that instead of, you know. So, 
process work is very cool. I could do a whole show just on process work. Oh, idea maybe for another comic book woman or put you on nearing Nirvana and we could do yeah, that. Hey. Right. All right. Let's keep going. Uh, anyway, this is the one going. you guys have all been waiting for. Yes, I'm sure. Monstrous. Monstrous. This is monstrous. Number two. This came. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. This is monstrous number one. Sorry. Came out in November 2015. Oh, it has a second and third print because this thing's amazing. It's got for wow. so many different the Eisner Award, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Harvey. Um, Hugo. She has won so many awards. It's insane. The yeah. list is like a mile long, Lucy. It's like bing, bing, bing. I saw it's that. Not, yes. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just for writing. Like the art has won, cover arts won, um, interiors, inks, you know, inkers, letters. They've all won something in this. Sana Takeda was on an interview with Marjorie, and she doesn't speak English, but she was you know being translated. And I was listening to what she was saying, and. <laughs> Her process is incredible. The way she envisions what she's going to put on the page. It, it's just, it's amazing. This is a just beautiful book. Be <laughs> you okay? Oh, sorry. I, I thought I was muted. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, but anyway, guys, I'm sure most of you have seen this one. A 9.8, I think very justifiably goes for 300 bucks. That's, That's worth crazy. It. You know, I, I honestly thought I was going for more. I, was I like, thought it I, would I was be more too. Yeah, like I was thinking I want number one, but I was thinking, oh, maybe raw, it's like about $200. I honestly didn't think it was going for that much. That's still affordable. I, I may would afford that. Like, yeah, I especially if you can get the raw that. one for like 60 bucks and then send it into one of your LCSs and get this bad boy graded. Um, if you guys aren't aware, I'm not going to give away too much of the story, but one of the characters has a demon inside of them. And Marjorie was saying when she was writing it, it was kind of... Um, used to describe how as humans we all have our own demons we're all battling our own demons and yet another example of her having strong female women of color represented pretty badass what do you think mm -hmm. trish oh absolutely i mean i i haven't read because i came into comics kind of late so this was already out like in force the last time i saw it was hardcovers hardcover editions were out yeah, every I tried to I tried to pick up one. Holy camoles, I couldn't afford it. Um, at least not at the time. Mm. Uh, I got that I got that dog money now, so I can <laughs> I can buy, <laughs> I can buy yeah. some books. I could buy some books. Um, so yeah, this is one I'll be looking at picking up. Um, it's such a good story. She, she I, I read volume one too, and it was really good. Mm -hmm. The art inside is freaking fantastic. Yeah, it's it kind of got like this like manga feel, but not like it's like painted. I don't know. It I feel, the style is very interesting, and I love uh, it. Because when I, uh, uh, when I picked this one up, it was like between I was kind of like between this one and, and Saga, and I kind of just kept with Saga, and then kind of forgot about this one. And I was like, well, which one do I like better? Uh... <laughs> that was funny. Sorry, I had to put that on. That I know. Cute. I'm all like with the Jews. Just oh, eat okay. it. Oh, shit. I'm not muted. Bye, <laughs> just <Yeah>. bye. <laughs> Sorry. I thought, shit. I thought it was me. <laughs> Look how Dollar put it. Very architectury. I like that yes. word choice. But, um, <laughs> like, I love all of that kind of the like knots and all the 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 i don't know that's very intricate intricate uh, it's, it's beautiful yeah. it could be a tattoo tattoo this all over you yes. oh my god yeah monstrous, monstrous volume one like down your back yeah that is, <laughs> it's pretty awesome like, that whole thing there could be like a sleeve right even, even, neat her, too? even her arm like the way her arm looks it's freaking like i don't know it looks her, her dress, everything. It's just the, the art's beautiful. The story's beautiful. I mean, it, I, I, I mean, from volume one, what I read, right? I need to keep mm -hmm. reading it. And uh, it, it, it if just. If my to read list wasn't mm -hmm. like this, this huge, mm -hmm. like pile of stuff. Yeah. You know, it just block out and then binge. But there's so many. Aren't there like six volumes now? Oh, there, there's a so. lot, and she was saying it's like in 30 some issue 30 some i don't know more than that probably obviously <laughs> she based the story off of story because like, her grandmother apparently would tell her like these really dark not child appropriate stories <laughs> and it kind of um 
but she would be like laughing at it, like something horrible would be happening and happening, but then she would like make it into a joke. And so if you read the series, you'll see like these dark situations where there's little tidbits of humor interjected, which I think is really a brilliant Mm -hmm. way to approach anything that can get too dark. If you add little, little jokes here and there, a little Mm -hmm. innuendos or whatever, it's, it's, yeah. Very clever the way this thing's done. So yeah. definitely add it to your read list if you haven't already. Um, this is Monstrous number two. Wow. There is a second print, but this is the first print. Um, Monstrous number two. Look at the cover on that. That's wow. badass too. I got that like modern wow. art feel. and Only oh 25. Wow. That is just beautiful. I can't believe how cheap that is. Yeah, I know. Shit, I hope we don't. Dude, the nine point eight is almost the same price as the raw. Like to, in I that know, case, my... you fucking buy. Oh, sorry, you you buy the nine point eight, right? Yes, yes, that of one, course. Yeah, obviously, you buy the nine point eight. That's I, you would think there'd be a much I'll buy two, buy a nine point eight, and buy a raw one to read. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Just, you still <laughs> want to read it? You still gotta read it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really... you can buy the the volumes. You know. And then just have the the uh the the, the graded ones, but then mm-hmm. again, I don't really like graded comics. I like I like them raw. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha, did you get that question up here? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, people have used my artwork for tattoos before. Oh, that's um, awesome. Is there a street dogs one? Has somebody got no, a street? Not yet. But soon. Like, I'm soon. I'm talking about like here I am just being myself, you know, before Stray Dogs, and uh, I see a 10-year-old picture I drew on someone's arm, and it's not even, like, a fully finished picture. It's just, like, an 8 by 10 sheet of paper plastered on someone's arm. I'm like, (laughs) what? They didn't even ask me. I'm just like, that's on your arm forever, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of cool though i mean that's, yeah. that's such an awesome compliment um patrick saying mm. the second printing for this is a ghost which i that's i heard the same thing so yes um in that you can't find it or right it doesn't exist yeah uh, i, I, I mean it exists it. but it's just probably such a short print that nobody nobody wants to sell it maybe <laughs> i don't know yeah keep it keep an eye out for it mm-hmm. back inch back issues or something back the dollar bins. I don't know. You might. But find yeah, it. I like I like this comment. Monstrous is brilliant. There's nothing else like it. I completely agree. I think uh, mm-hmm. this team together became such a powerhouse that I cannot wait. I mean, this is destined to get optioned, right? Yeah. How could it? Oh, not? Well, I thought I Wasn't heard it? something I like thought... that. Yes, I thought I heard something like it that. Was that's optioned? why. I that's why I heard I don't know if it's optioned, but I thought there were talks yeah. or rumors. Yeah, that that's why I assume that issue number one was like around 200 something because i have heard things like that so google yeah, remembers knows. from one of our last shows very evergreen uh jen bartell was saying that when she does any type of cover that she likes it to be almost a standalone a standalone piece of art similar mm-hmm. to like a poster or a movie poster mm-hmm. and frankly, i like that too mm-hmm. it's evergreen it doesn't have to necessarily follow the narrative it just has its own uh independent appeal which i think is it's yeah well said, Frank. I completely agree. And he was listening. That was like three shows ago. Anyway. Oh, he likes All right. it. I know. Moving on. We got Star Wars. Uh, this is a Han Solo series. I have not had the chance to read this. It's a five-issue series. This is on the New York Times bestsellers list. Uh, it isn't out of reach for the common collector. If you want to get those, you can, again, check out those back bins. It had 14 variant covers, but I only put one because I ran out of time. So I here's the first one. I have a Han Solo blank somewhere in my house. Really? That is so crazy. A 9.6, it goes for like a freaking 10 bucks, which they spend well, more money to get it graded. Then how? I don't get I don't get it. How? How that, is that even possible? I will never. Unless, I don't know. I don't know. It, that's yeah. insane. Patrick had no clue this was Lou. See? Hey, that rhymed. <laughs> no clue this was Lou, but now you do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony just yelled lame in the back. <laughs> Mom so joke. Funny. Oh, come on, that that was good. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't understand this, Lucy. Why the raw? Crazy. Oh, well, the- no. At least what you pay for the comic and get it graded. I don't know. What is it like? Thirty bucks? Thirty five? Yeah, I don't like, know. 
like roughly 18 in that range. But I mean, 14 different variants of this bad boy. Uh, She had a lot of fun writing this one as well. Um, This is one of, again, one of the characters that she got to play with a little bit. And she said it was was a joy to be or play with. And she said that each of her characters that she eventually falls in love with them in one way or another. So it's hard for her to pick her favorite. Uh, They're all dear to her in their own ways. But yeah, so that, that one's, that's a cool one if you guys can find it. And last but not least, this is something for you to look forward to. Uh, so monstrous. This is the trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Come wait, the trade paperback is coming out in August, mm-hmm. I believe. Hold on, let me take and a this look is here. issue thirty-five. Oh wait, hold on, not the trade paperback. I apologies here. Yeah, monstrous thirty-five comes out on June thirtieth. But if you don't want to jump, uh, there's a trade that's a reprint. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be out in August. The image first. I've seen those. They've done those before. So monstrous thirty-five. That cover art is sick. Mm-hmm. Look at that! It is so beautiful. It looks so technical, like oh, it's almost like a what do you call the computer boards? Oh, like a circuit board. Circuit board. Yeah, it doesn't look like a circuit board. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's so beautiful. And I, I is that the last issue, right? Maybe I don't know because that's the only one that I see on uh, on CLC. Like usually they add more. So I don't know if that's the last I, one. I think they are wrapping it up for this for this volume, but I'm not positive. Somebody in the chat might know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you don't want to do that one, though, you can wait till August and there's a reprint of number one. But you guys, nice. make sure that you're following Marjorie Lou on Instagram so you can kind of be up to date on all the stuff that she's putting out and when it's dropping. It's good stuff. And again, with Monstrous, don't you automatically, Trish, as an artist, when you look at her, all the stuff that Sana has done, you think, okay, her color usage is fantastic. She has this very muted, like earthy tone. Yeah, it's very natural. I love it. I like natural color. If I'm telling a story, even though this is kind of like a Lord of the Rings kind of making me feel, uh, that's what you you're know, saying. Yeah. Oh, hey. Um, it kind of makes me feel like you're in that fantasy world, right? But mm-hmm. you're still grounded. There's still something there. To, to tether you, and that's that earthy color. Um, color that's an interesting take. Like, I don't know. I like to. I like to think, like, like for stray dogs. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like, we didn't pick fantastical colors because we wanted to tell, you know, a fantasy story about dogs, and these are fantasy dogs. We picked like normal grounded colors because you still want to feel like they're in some sort of, you know, reality. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's. That's like fascinating. I, I had, did not think of it that way. Mm-hmm. That's how the color. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, like you, I mean, yeah. you could have a bunch of purple dogs and you know, like <laughs> rainbow dogs telling a story about murder. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, but this is me going off of not even. I'm, I'm gonna pick up this, this image first, you know, and and take a good hard look at this series because. I like seeing stuff like that. And this that story what came out in 2015. So originally, uh, let's see the first monstrous came Yeah, out it was in, 15. Yeah, yeah. so I mean it's it's you know, I want to see I want to see it from the beginning. I think that would be cool. Very, very cool. Um, all right, before we let you guys go for the night, make sure that you check out Cover Price. If you use the code FLIPSIDE, you get an addition or you get two months of their unlimited membership for $1.99 per month, which is insane. And I promise you, use them for two months and you will be hooked. It's completely worth the investment, especially if you are somebody out there that likes to collect and sell, which I'm assuming most of you are. Trish, somebody earlier in the chat was asking where they can find you on Instagram. Oh, at Trish Forstner. That's me. Easy enough. I'm going to add it here so that you guys can find Trish. Yep. I'm at Trish Forstner on Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, Twitter, I usually post uh, process work, but I'm getting more into using Instagram, um, like cross-posting everything. Yeah, and what were you saying before the show that you're doing for uh, the Good Boy Kickstarter? So people oh, have to yeah. look forward to. I'm, uh, yeah. If you back the Good Boy Kickstarter for their uh, exclusives, uh, Tony and I are doing a two pager in there. Um, we got to, they made it to a stretch goal to get us to do uh, a two page story in there. 
Garrett's like, oh, oh, it's never gonna happen. We're never gonna hit 23k, oh, but they they hit it so fast. It's just so far past that now. It's like you know they're trying to make up new stretch goals just so they could keep going. It's oh man. But we've already got the plan for the story. I already know what I'm gonna do. So you know, I just have to. We just have to get the script. And you'll keep us posted on Instagram, right? Every step of the way, so we can kind of see what's happening there and when stuff. Goes I might on post sale. some process. I think I might post some process work, but not a lot because it's only two pages. The story is only two pages, so I can't post yeah, too much. That's true. All right, very cool. So make sure you guys are following. <laughs> Follow Trish. She has her Instagram's fun too. Sometimes she'll just be like doodling, and she makes these incredible characters, and it's it's pretty neat. Uh, let's see. We will be back next Tuesday, but right after this, I am going to be filling in for Anthony on Comic Book Food Chain. So if you haven't checked out that channel, please head over there. They're going to be going live in about, I don't know, a little over 30 minutes. That is with Frank Gogol, the creator Frank Gogol. He's in the chat right now. The collector Aaron Yee. I'll be filling in as the retailer. And then I believe we are having Comics with Bueller on as a guest. Nice. I know. I'm actually really pumped to go over there and experience what the food chain is like so check that show out uh lucy is there anything we have to add uh just make sure you're you're following us uh near nirvana and uh we have our show uh, if you guys can get enough of us we have our show over near nirvana a youtube channel so make sure you guys uh to like this comment and follow us I mean, comment, yeah. video, not comment, video. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nearing Nirvana. We go live on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That show is just so much fun. We cover a lot of different topics. Uh, aside from that, we'll be back next Tuesday. And thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Trish, thanks again for filling in for Jen. We appreciate it. Thank we you, miss Jen. Yeah. I'm going to see her. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>